All right, everybody, it's another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. This one, episode 387. In today's show, I'm talking, because it is Motivation Monday again, about mindset. Today, specifically about plateaus, because in this series, Back to the Basics, we're going to be talking a lot about the things you need to do to achieve the results you want to in fitness and in health. But along the way, you are very, very likely, and I would just about guarantee that you're going to hit some type of roadblock and plateau. You need to know how to handle those. You need to know how to, what mindset to go into them with, how to handle them when they come, and just how to move right past them. Because if you stop at the plateaus, then you never will get to where you want to go. I'm doing that today. I'll go into this episode talking about why this is coming out a day late on Tuesday, already off schedule. I do have a good reason, but I want to talk about that in this episode and um, kind of going to draw that into the whole point of this thing. Anyways, thank you for listening to another one. Let's get started. It's the middle of February, post-Valentine's Day, middle of winter in a lot of different places. And this is Motivation Monday on a Tuesday of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Let's roll. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, coming out with this episode on a Tuesday. I'll tell you why. You know, we're only a week or so into the restart of this podcast, and already the podcast is coming out a day late. What is going on? Well, what happened was I record um, my Monday episode on Monday, and on Monday evening when I got home and was going to record it, well, afternoon, I guess, about 3 o'clock, the heat was off and I'm in North Dakota which if you don't know is a very very cold state in the USA and with wind chills it has been minus 40 minus 50 actual temperatures somewhere around like minus 20 to 25 so very very cold weather and our furnace wasn't working when we got home it was 50 degrees or something like that in the house which is pretty cold and um, we ended up having to leave the house because we have a little baby, and we didn't want to freeze him out. So didn't get to do the episode. It's back on now. The plumber had been here. The furnace guy came, fixed everything he needed to, and we are back up and running, and the show is back back on. So doing today's show kind of in retrospect, but I wanted to still talk about the same thing I was going to talk about, which is roadblocks. And I think that the story of the... Um, Furnace shutting down on podcast day is quite a metaphor in general for this type of episode. A roadblock on your way to progress. It might come at different places, right? It might come on episode 386 or it might come on episode 6. In your fitness journey, you might run into a plateau three weeks in. It might be 30 weeks in. But it is inevitable, in my opinion, that you are going to plateau and you are going to go through a period where you just aren't making the progress you want to. So the question is, how do you handle that, go into those, and what mindset do you adopt? 
So like I said, the first thing is really just kind of opening your eyes and being aware. They are going to come. You are going to hit a plateau. This is in diet. This is in weightlifting. This is in any type of journey with your body. You are going to adapt. And I think it's important to have open eyes to know why this is going to happen and to know essentially the mechanism that's causing this to happen, which is really just adaptation, right? And I I think it's a mix of adaptation with um, a decrease in drive from the person. And it's going to be a combination of these two. So the decrease in drive, we'll touch on that first. That's essentially going to be the longer you do something, maybe the less motivated you're going to be to do it perfectly over time. So if you start out Let's say you're tracking your calories to lose weight. You're hitting 1,400 calories a day. Then kind of as time goes on, maybe that you only do that six days a week. Maybe you track a little looser. Maybe you don't really measure out the peanut butter like you should be. Those type of things that can wreak havoc on your progress. Um, those are That lack of drive can kind of cause a plateau, even though it really isn't a plateau as a mechanism, it's more just you not doing what you need to do. The next part is the adaptation itself. Your body is an adaptation machine, whether it's a stimulus from a workout, a new strategy of nutrition you're throwing at it, a calorie number, your body is meant and built. And why it's such a great thing is that it adapts. So you need to be ready for that. And you need to know that that's going to happen. And it is a good thing. Your body isn't broken. Your body isn't um, in some type of, of mode or, or re- reverse of what it should be. Your body is simply doing what it's meant to do to survive, which is to adapt to the situation that you're in. In times of feast, in times of famine, in stress you're putting on your body and relaxation you're putting on your body, your body is just getting used to that over time which is why it's important to phase things, put new stimulus out there, push yourself past limits, and continue to make adjustments as you go. Those are vague terms. We're going to get into more specifics later in other episodes. Today, I want to talk about why these are happening and how to handle these plateaus. So that's the first thing is you need to be aware that they are going to happen. You are going to plateau Unless drugs or something like that are involved, you are going to, and you still might, even if drugs are involved. Now, the next thing that's important is that you are doing the work, and this is essentially the drive component of this. A plateau is frustrating. A plateau can be very demotivating, but what is crucial is that you don't let it stop you from doing the work, and you don't let the thought of a plateau coming up stop you from doing the work. So I am a very, very, very big advocate of just putting in your time, head down, doing your work day in and day out that you're supposed to do, the results will come even if there's a little hiccup in the road. You might not see results in a linear fashion. You might not lose weight linearly. You might not gain strength linearly. You might go up and down. But if you are daily putting in the work, the grind of what you need to do, you will see progress. So there is no reason to ever stop that. Always be putting in the work. You can change the work up as you need to, but essentially you just need to keep pushing and stop letting the plateau derail you completely. Because then the plateau is one, right? If the plateau happens and you handle it gracefully and you're able to 
uh, just kind of power right through it just by continuing to work, then you beat the plateau, even if it takes a long time to get past. But if you let the plateau throw you off course, then the plateau has won. This is a competition between you and the plateau. So you need to handle it that way. The other thing that I would advise you do is you need to switch something up. And it doesn't have to be a crazy switch up, and this shouldn't be very often, but because your body's adapting, you know these plateaus are coming, you are doing the work, so we don't need to worry about that, you need to put some kind of new stimulus on your body. And this doesn't have to be any crazy new exercise, it doesn't have to be a completely different style of training, but something should be tweaked. In my own training, if it's pursuing strength, which is what I usually like to do and base my training around, these little changes can be very small. And I'm talking on a smaller level here where let's say my bench press is plateaued. This is kind of a throwback to me talking about working on weaknesses. You know, I will just change the angle of the bench. I'll change the width of my hands. I'll change the variation of the movement very slightly. So it's with a pause, with bands, with chains, you know, conjugate type stuff. But if you start adding in those different variations and tweaking things a little bit, your body has something new to overcome. And it does a very good job of getting you past plateaus in time. Now, you aren't going to change the exercise and shoot right past in weight. It's going to be more like a step back, do a different exercise that's very, very similar, but a little bit different. And then you're going to go back to the original exercise later down the road, maybe two or three months later and you're going to be way stronger and push right past that. In diet, it's a little more simple. It's essentially just changing your calories, and really it's lowering them if your goal is weight loss. It's raising them if your goal is weight gain. You could experience some things like meal timing, carb cycling, high-calorie days, refeeds, and stuff like that. Goal changes like maintenance phases, reverse diets, all of these are valuable tools. In general, though, calorie adjustments are what you're going to need to do change what you're giving your body to work with, right? If you just cannot lose weight anymore, try taking away a little bit more from your body. Try adding more exercise. You need to have a game plan on how you will change when you plateau as you go into training. And this is the big part is a lot of people are very much all in all at once, right? Which is okay. I like that. I'd rather have some someone be all in than one foot out. But if someone is all in, they aren't necessarily setting themselves up for a plan later on to either come out of that diet or training program or to change it if you experience one of these plateaus that, yes, it will happen. So you need to go into things with a game plan on how you need to adjust and adapt to move past these plateaus. So, you know, I guess just program wisely and also phase your diet in a way that makes sense and a way that you will be able to push past these limits that your body is going to put on. So this episode might be a little bit shorter. I do want to give some of my strategies in my own training, my own nutrition to push past plateaus. I've already given away some of them. Um, I'll give two for training, two for diet. We'll go that way. Um, and I'll just kind of go with these on the spot because I want to give you some practical examples of how I look at things and how I adjust. So let's start with training. 
With training, I already told you one of them. I'll change exercise variations when I plateau on a certain movement. And I know that's coming, so I have a rough idea of a rotation of movements in my head that are going to work on the same overall movement. What I mean by that is if my goal is to improve my deadlift, I have a series of movements in my head that are going to indirectly and directly improve the deadlift, whether it's a deficit deadlift, a block pull, a rack pull, um, behind the back deadlift, you know, and then a normal deadlift. These are all variations in my head that I go into the whole program with those in mind that I might need to rotate those. I don't have a set time to rotate them all the time because sometimes things plateau before other things plateau. So you just need to have the rotations ready in case you stall out. And usually my metric is uh, a couple weeks in a row of not making progress and not making any sort of PR, whether it be rep, form, or weight. And the criteria for this is that I'm either in maintenance or a calorie surplus because a lack of calories will maybe make you lose strength anyways. So that's just a side note criteria for training. The other thing is phasing the training program to maximize recovery and prevent the plateaus as best as I can. So essentially that's going to be some kind of periodization. And I've experienced it with a lot of different kinds of periodization and really the main gist here is that you need to be roughly over time increasing your volume and then deloading and kind of following waves like that. So three-week waves or something is a great way to do it. A simple example that isn't an exact example would be like you do a bench press, do 3 by 10 next week 4 by 10 next week 5 by 10 deload. That would be a good way to do it. And then maybe you need to change your variation a couple cycles later. Roughly, that's how I approach training. And those are very vague guidelines, but that's what's going through my head. In nutrition, which I'm sure a lot of you are more interested in, how do you go through fat loss plateaus personally with nutrition? For me, I'm always going to give it more time than most people and programs and Excel sheets and apps are going to do. I believe that for a lot of people, and especially for my body, there is some sort of whoosh effect where as long as you put your head down, continue to do the work, eat at the number you're supposed to eat, results will come even if there is a delay. And a lot of times that's two weeks or three weeks of very slow or minimal weight loss, and then all of a sudden it comes off in a bigger amount. So that's a big strategy for me. For me, I handle diet plateaus a lot of times with activity i if i at least for losing weight not for gaining weight but for losing weight if i am plateauing i really take a good audit of my activity level am i taking a consistent number of steps every day am i being as active as i can be am i including cardio sessions am i consistent with my weight training am i sleeping well recovering all these things really make a difference so i look at that first and then if needed, you know, third down the list, I would adjust calories, which is typically going to be a drop of about 150 calories or so from carbs and fat only. And that's how I would do that. Um, and then once again, give it time on the new adjustment. Even if you 
make the adjustment, plateau, don't adjust things so fast that you don't even know how your body's responding. Make sure your activity level is consistent. You're taking your steps. You're doing your cardio. You're consistent with your weight training. You're sleeping, recovering, water, all of those extracurriculars that you're knocking those out. And then you should be making progress. And if you're still plateaued, then the other phase of my diet would be kind of like the training program, phasing my diet into sections. For me, I follow general rules that I'll give to you right now, which muscle gain phases, longer is better. I like to see people at least three months, six months is even better. A year I would be ecstatic about if you could commit that long to either being right above maintenance or at maintenance or in an actual surplus to gain strength and muscle. That's going to help your body more than anything. For fat loss phases, I like to do a max of four months, never longer and try to be as consistent as you can in that. Four months is even quite a long time. Usually it'll be more like two or three, followed by maintenance phases. And a lot of times the maintenance phases will follow my training deloads or strength phases where I'm lower in volume and maybe even lower in intensity. And I'm going to eat more calories during those times as a diet break to give my body nice rest and recuperation and then go at it again with fat loss. So diet break would be somewhere from two to four weeks most of the time. Uh, and that's in between everything, whether it's muscle gain, maintenance, muscle gain, fat loss, maintenance, fat loss, so on and so forth. Those are the bridge phases. And that's how I approach things. So that's why you need to handle a plateau. Remember, they will come. You need to be ready. And you need to have the tools in your tool belt to handle them. Most of all, because it is Motivation Monday, don't get frustrated. Keep the mindset right. Remember, this happens to everybody. This has happened to everybody who is great in the past, and they were able to handle it as well. So why not you? You can push right through it. It just might take a little time. Don't let it get frustrating. Focus on other things as well. Don't become too absorbed in it. And uh, just keep putting in the work. And that should get you to where you want to go. Thank you for listening to this episode a day late here at the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Because of the furnace, a plateau of sorts, I suppose. But we're back up and running. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow in a new episode for Workout Wednesday. This has been another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. I appreciate all of you for listening. Check out my Instagram, Stoltz Jordan, for daily life posts, country living, farm life, that type of thing. And I will keep you guys updated on YouTube and maybe a website that you can find me on. For now, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and review it if you haven't already. I'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on, on fitness, fitness, food, and, and freedom. freedom.